Welcome to High Level. My name is Axel Arzola, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing my friend Kush Shah. Hey Axel, how you doing? You know, people only know about dose pros, you know, but the thing is that I had a major failure a couple of years back, you know, and I lost a lot of money, almost my entire savings. I was at that point where, you know, you lose, you're at the bottom of your life, and you know, I didn't give up. All I had was hope. Since I started with this idea, I, you were one of the guys on my list for sure because you're really young, but you're very successful. Uh, you co-founded Dos Bros. It's one of my favorite restaurants. You're one of those people that when I look at you and the things that you're doing, it gets me really excited and it lets me know that even though I'm young, I can still do really cool things that it won't take me forever. I'm not as cool and <laughs> smart as you are, but I'm trying, so thank you for being here today. This is gonna be really fun. Thanks a lot. There was a lot of compliments, and I really appreciate the kind words. You're welcome, man. I would love to know what's your number one passion and how did you find it? My number one passion is food, of course. And I just grew up in a very food-loving family. You know, our family loves food, and my mother is a phenomenal cook herself. Going out to restaurants as well growing up was a very normal thing. You know, we'd go out two, three times to eat outside in a restaurant. You know, just had a chance to try a lot of different cuisines growing up. And I was around a lot of rich culture around me as well. And mom being a good cook, you know, that was really handy because she'd be trying a lot of recipes at home. So, you know, just overall grew up around so much food that automatically it sort of became my passion as growing up. You know, I was always fascinated with different flavors, different colors, different smell, different taste. My, my world was almost rotating around food. That's pretty much my number one passion. So where did you grow up? I grew up in India. I grew up in a state called Ahmedabad, Gujarat. It's the best part of India. We come, you know, I come from a very hospitable culture. You know, I mean, you know, our guest is treated as God. And that, that is really true even today. So if some guests were to come, you know, they would pretty much get a VVIP treatment at my home or even back home or, you know, wherever, so. How did you come from India and how are you able to, in a new country, have your own restaurant concept, especially with you being Indian, sure. creating a Mexican restaurant right. in a Southern city? How did that happen? I do look like Mexican, so I mean, you know, ninety <laughs> percent of the times people think I'm Hispanic. You know, they're not able to make out that I'm from India. So I guess you know this was like a very easy disguise for me owning Dos Bros, you know, and serving Mexican food. Coming back, I mean, I came here as a student back in you know a few years back. You know, I came here to study. I uh, came here, went to Nebraska University of Nebraska at Kearney and uh, studied there for a couple of years, then I transferred over to the East Coast. But coming to the United States, man, you know, just had a great experience because I was 17 when I came to this country. People are so amazing and so friendly that I never felt that I was not back home. You know, I just always felt that I was always welcomed in this country and uh, always felt like I was at home. And especially knowing English, you know, and growing up, speaking English was of course very, came in very handy because uh, you know, of course, you know, it is a 
English-speaking country. So it just made communications really easy. And I think that is pretty much the first step. If you can get communication out of the way, then you can understand the culture and it makes your life much easier. You know, and if you're planning to live on a country, uh, I think language is the first barrier that if you can get through language, you can pretty much learn anything else. So Yeah, that's huge. And I have kind of the same story. I already spoke English when I was in Cuba. Sure. And coming here, I did learn a lot in my first year mm -hmm. because my English was horrible. Sure. And I thought that it was already good, but it it does allow me to connect with a bunch of people that I would have never had a chance to be close to unless I knew the the language. So that's really important. So tell me a little bit more about how do you begin with your Dos Bros being in the first restaurant? How did that happen? You know, people only know about Dos Bros, you know, like you, you know. But the thing is that I had a major failure a couple of years back. I was probably at the bottom of, of my life in a way. You know, if I could tell you that, you know, that would be really uh, putting, putting true words. I actually tried a frozen yogurt concept named Cocoa Berry. And with Cocoa Berry, you know, we'd invested a lot of money, me and my business partner, you know, two of us. And I, you know, it was just, uh, it just didn't do well, you know, and I lost a lot of money, almost my entire savings that I had saved up in the last 10 years of working and being a manager and everything. And I lost everything overnight. And from that point, I was at such a low in my life for the first time that I was just, I had lost a lot of confidence, you know? And then, you know, at that time, my business partner, Milan, and my family members, and uh, everybody just supported me. My friends, you know, my close friends as well, everyone supported me. They were like, you know, you're, you can't give up, you know, you can't go back to working as, you know, I used to be an area manager for other companies handling multiple stores, so made really good salary. So I was just thinking of maybe just going back and handling that. But uh, these guys, you know, my family, my friends, and, uh, you know, just, just supported me a lot. And that gave me the courage to give a business another shot. And I thought about you know, I thought that the whole country is going crazy after these burrito style concepts. And so I started researching a few of the top four or five brands, spending a lot of time and then started designing that I'm going to come up with the own concept of mine. It's going to be the best of the top three or four brands. That's how Dose Bros actually happened. And since my business partner, Milan, is from Cleveland, we just saw this opportunity that Cleveland did not have any burrito stores. And we were like, this might be a great place to start this project and experiment, you know, uh, see how it goes. What would you say to people right now who might be watching this and they just lost big time? If there is one thing that you learned from being crushed by failure, what would be that thing that you would say to someone? Something that I tell is choose great friends, you know, and I mean, you know, I'm, I was blessed to with having good family. But of course, you know, one thing is that you don't give up. You know, I didn't give up, you know, and I think that's very important because I was at that point where, you know, you lose, you're at the bottom of your life and all you have, all I had was hope. That was the only thing I had and that just kept me going and uh, having really good friends and a strong family is what 
really got me out of that and to this position today where you know I'm a I have a successful brand to brag about so so tell me about your mentors is there any one in specific in your life that you look up to that person and that you want to be like them that you have learned from them I look up to many people you know I would be lying if I said that I just had one mentor you know but I think I look up to a lot of people you know I look up to you and uh, I look up to my employees I look up to my managers I look up to my friends I look up to my family I look up to people that that I go to the gym at uh, some business guys that I have meetings with some landlords that I'm dealing with so I think there's something good that I pick up from different people and uh, To name a few of my mentors, you know, Truett Cathy, you know, from, who was the founder of Chick-fil-A. I, I do listen to him a lot and I try to follow a lot of stuff that Chick-fil-A does. And I think it's a great company. You know, they've got great success to brag about. Their customer service is phenomenal. They have a great product. Their business model is phenomenal. So I think, you know, a lot of things, you know, I try to incorporate things from leading brands like Panera Bread, Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, so, you know, a lot of our food brands, you know, that I try to bring in a lot of stuff, you know, there's some hotel brands that inspire me as well, like Hilton, Marriott, you know, the, the, the customer service that people have and the staff, the way they're driven. I always am curious to know what motivates them so much. Warren Buffett as well, you know, as I like listening to him, I listen to a lot of his videos. Steve Jobs, you know, he was a marketing genius. You know, I really, you know, feel like He's done a phenomenal job in terms of what has made Apple today. You know, it's a lot of good marketing as well, you know, backed by good products. So, so I feel like, you know, there's, there's, there's a few out there that I really like to follow and they do inspire me a lot. What do you think about risk and taking risks? And especially when do you know you can go that far without losing it? You know, it's a great question that you ask because I saw a, a documentary regarding uh, successful people and there's three things that successful people had that I saw in documentary that they mentioned. One was that they make a lot of decisions. They don't shy away from making decisions. Number two is the speed of implementation. They implemented right away. And number three was that most of successful people wake up early in the morning. They beat the sun. And I think it brings it back to the question that you asked is, it is very important to make decisions. So if you don't make decisions, and if you just keep on thinking things in your mind, it's just an idea. It's just going to be another idea. So I think what successful people have in common is taking risks. And if you take risks, you're either going to fail or either you're going to do really well, or you might end up not losing anything and learning something new. And I think that's very important as a part of being a human being and the life that we live. I think it's, it's a lot more about failures than it's about success. You know, it's like a little kid trying to learn to walk and you know, you keep on trying, you keep on trying, you know, you, you fall, you fall, you know, you keep on trying, but you don't give up. And one day, you know, you're able to take us one step and then you fall again. Next time you take two steps and then finally you learn walking. So I think trying something and taking a risk is very similar to that process. Is you should not be afraid of taking risks 
but at the same time, it needs to be calculated. You know, you don't want to go to a casino and if you have 10 grands, you know, try and risk it all and then see if you can make 20,000 or 30,000 or 50,000 overnight. It doesn't work like that. It's got to be calculated. And I think there's got to be a plan behind it because you have to have a plan A, you got to have a plan B, you got to have a plan C. Because when we are taking business decisions to go into new locations, it is a risk at the end of the day. You know, we're investing a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of resources, not knowing what the outcome is going to be. But there's a great thing called the gut feeling. And sometimes, you know, you got to listen to your inner self because I think God has given us all a lot of tremendous power inside of us to know what is right and what is wrong. So I think if you listen to that, followed by a little bit of math in terms of what you're doing, having a good plan, I feel that would be the way to move forward and, and, and take risks. And you know, you have to take risks because without taking risks, you cannot be successful. That's really good. So my next question has to do with your routine. What's your daily routine? You mentioned before about getting up early and all that. What should a person that is looking to be really successful be doing on a day-to-day -day basis? I didn't say that I follow that routine. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just heard it. <laughs> but I do, I, do, I, do get up, I do get up early. I get up at around 8 o'clock. I get up, you know, and I hit the gym. I'm in the gym doing my cardio, get done with that. And, you know, while hitting the gym, you know, I'm on, my, on a few of my business calls, a few meetings that I have lined up for the day, following up, you know, with my managers as well, you know, just trying to know what's going on at my stores and everything. And, uh, you know, then my day starts around 9.30, you know, just shower up and 9.30 my day starts, you know, I'm in back-to-back -back meetings. And at the level that I'm at and what I do is I'm in charge of growing my brand. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a lot of meetings with real estate agents, landlords, attorneys, uh, a lot of recruiting, you know, good managers. You know, we look, we're always looking for good people to join on board. I'm with architects, you know, I do a lot of project management as well for our brand, uh, dealing with marketing. And, you know, that's pretty much, you know, through, you know, it goes on through the whole day. Uh, and, you know, pretty much, you know, I think my day probably finishes around about five, six o'clock. And, uh, you know, I definitely try to get good five to six hours of productive work. Though, you know, some of my meetings are over lunch and, you know, some meetings are more connecting with people and stuff but I still try to get about five to six hours of solid work in my entire day. And then sometimes, you know, it's, you know, with, especially this year being very hectic because we are trying to grow. And by the end of the year, we're planning on having, adding three new stores to our feather. So it's going to be a lot of work for me and it's very hectic. And sometimes I'm also working till late nights, till 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, you know, trying to, trying to work on a few store designs, selecting finishes, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot go that goes behind coming up with new stores and picking the right location and, and, uh, and negotiating the lease and, you know, a lot of, it's, it's a lot of things goes on. So, you know, that's pretty much, that's pretty much my day. And, uh, you know, I do, I'm, I'm pretty heavily involved with a few sports. So I do like to physically keep, keep active. And uh, at nighttime, you know, I just love watching documentaries. You know, I love hearing to my mentors, you know, a lot of successful business guys. Uh, just some positive hearing when I sleep and also in the morning when I'm in the gym, you know, I like to hear some positive thoughts and stuff like that. So that that actually encourages me and keeps my drive going every day 
to get more and 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 to to grow in life and to also grow as a person not only as business but also grow as a person and become a better human being as well that's really good so you mentioned growth and that's something that a lot of people are trying to figure out right now maybe people watching this show and even me i already have a business and i'm trying to figure out how do i make it grow and i have seen you guys grow so do you have a couple tips if i'm getting closer to a growth phase what are a couple things that i need to be on the lookout excel the the first thought that comes to my mind talking about growth is you need to have a vision in order for you to grow or for anyone else to grow I think you need to have the long-term vision and you need to pursue your passion or your goal having that vision in mind because I meet a lot of people sometimes and I've seen a few people who are worried about the results today or tomorrow but when I actually established my brand we actually thought and we constantly keep on thinking of how this brand is going to survive for next 30 years So I think that is very important to have a long-term vision when you're talking about growth and as taking it back to taking risks it's got to be planned. You got to have a plan for it. You got to save in order to grow because it does require money. It's going to take time and it's going to take a lot of hard work. So you need to be mentally, physically and emotionally ready to go through that phase and implement that plan. and give your 110% because if you do that of course not every risk that you take is going to be successful but even if whatever you risk 10 to 15% is successful i feel that people whoever's trying is going to be somewhere in their life that's what happened to me because not every project that i've done is successful but just one project those pros have brought me so far and you know we've got a great next couple of years coming up you know where we're going to be putting in multi unit stores. So I think I think that's you know that's pretty much when it comes to growth, you know, and how to grow. I think it's very important to have a plan and then you move accordingly towards that because you need to be ready in every manner and ready to face any challenges that come in the way. That's really good. So now that you talk about vision, what's your vision? What's that dream that you guys are trying to build? Oh, my vision and my dream is to have 5000 dose bros all over the world you know that would be my dream and uh, you know that's what i think about every day and uh, you know you you know just you know every morning that i wake up you know i'm like man you know i need i need to how can i get more stores on and how can i reach out to different people and make them try our delicious awesome food you know this great concept that we have the great food we have we have great customer service in our store and you know my i wake up every morning to that dream you know how can i reach more people how can i feed more people more burritos and you know that's that's what my that's what my goal is you know to to just grow my brand to as many stores as we can in the right manner earning the respect that we've had staying involved with the community and giving back as well not just taking everything home that's really cool well 5000 you already have almost 5 sure You have a few more to come. You need to open one in Havana. And you, and I, I can help you with that one. Sure, man. You know, hopefully, you know, getting... there are no burritos in Cuba. Sure, I hear you. So, yeah, I would love to do that someday, man. You know, once we get to that level, 
And once we get to that point, we'd love to have a store in Havana. Cool. Kush, what's your definition of success? How do you see that? My success definition, Excel, is very simple. It's something that makes me happy. That's as simple as that. And a lot of times people get carried away. And a lot of times people look at me as being successful or look at other people being successful if they own some expensive gadgets or expensive clothes or expensive houses. But in reality, I feel success for me is more about my inner happiness, being happy. You get to a certain point in life where you start understanding money cannot buy happiness. It's very true because you got to be happy with what you're doing. If you're passionate about something that you're doing and that's what makes you happy, I think you're successful. So tell me a little bit about what do you see in the future for yourself separate from from those bros the brand what do you see for kush as growing as a person you know and just with time i find a lot of peace in within helping my friends or my family out and of course i love to be successful with dose bros and some other businesses that i do having good income but i feel like if i could help a few people out with either the money or the knowledge the information that i gather i think that's what really motivates me now 10 years back yes money was a big factor like i always dreamt about having a lot of money and being rich and you know that's what success was for me but getting all this experience now and moving forward in my life day by day i feel that it's very important to help people who need it, and especially the ones around you if they need any help and you don't need to really help financially it could be physically it could be emotionally there's a lot of ways of helping people out so i think that would be that's what actually that would be my future i would love to be a successful entrepreneur and that would definitely make me happy but i think what makes me more happy and gives me inner peace is being spiritual and also helping someone out as well that's cool well i just want to close with one last question what would you tell the people watching your top advice for someone who wants to live at the highest level possible what would that be i think living at the highest level i feel like anyone can do it and i mean you know it's just as we talked about like what makes you happy what your passion is i feel like with even one store in cleveland when i even had one store i was living at the highest level so i think it's more about convincing yourself and not thinking too much in terms of materialistic things i feel it's more towards what you enjoy and what you have found solace with if it's your passion or if it's some work that you do i think that would be my two words on living at your highest level. I'm really happy that we got this little time here to talk. Sure. I'm really happy that we got to do it here. Absolutely, at man. At the yeah. restaurant. It was a little bit I know, chaotic yeah. in the back, sure. but 
I think it was worth it because you have built this place that I love coming here, bringing my friends here and taking them to the other stores. I hope that we get to grow closer together and hopefully we get to work on stuff in the future. Absolutely, so. man. You know, pleasure is all mine. You know, it's great to have you as a customer and it's great to know you at a personal level and be here on your show. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for watching. This is High Level. My name is Axel Arzola and I hope to see you in another episode.